This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Finally, we've made it through Western and Eastern Michigan just to get to Michigan State. I don't know if geographically that makes sense, but does it? It just keeps, hey. Look at you know what you look at Cam. You know Cam has some sort of like lesson in all in this rundown. Look, if you just drive straight through, you get all the way. And you, well, Michigan you know State's Michigan's the hand, and they're right over here somewhere like PJ, that. I have no, I don't know anything about that. I you I slept in a few class. I slept in a few few classes. All that. Nope. Didn't I'll pay teach you that later. Yeah. Let's talk about some Michigan State Let's football. Let's talk about the Spartans. Mel Tucker, what a job he has done. He's coming into his third year. Last year and year two, all he did was lead Sparty to an 11-2 season. They beat Michigan and Penn State and Pitt in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. They made it to a New Year's Six. And our boy Mel Tucker got paid. He, he made Quentin Mayo money in the offseason. Whoa, 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 Trista Crick money. <laughs> he made Trista Crick money. <laughs> the Michigan State Q, we've been talking about a lot of teams in Michigan. It seems like all Michigan teams have the same DNA. They're very good on offense. They're not good on defense. Yeah. Michigan State was the same way. We know all about Kenneth Walker and what he did last season. Love me, KW. Unbelievable season he had. I don't know how many people realize, though, Michigan State had the worst pass defense in college football mm. last the worst pass. Even that surprised me. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. I knew they were bad, Q. I didn't know they were dead last in the nation bad. So they obviously have to improve on that this year. Well, they also played three of the top five passing attacks in that, the country. Western Kentucky, which is, I've been trying to say that all night long. Let's go Bailey Zappi. <laughs> Ohio State and Purdue. And then they had two top 13s, Miami and Maryland. Shout out to Baby Tua. And yes, also sir. shout out to every skill position There you go. So that didn't do them any favors that they played some elite passing offenses. We just talked about Kenneth Walker and how great he was last season. There's no replacing a guy like that. Mm-mm. But Michigan State is definitely trying. They went into the transfer portal. They got Jalen Berger from Wisconsin, and they got Jarek Broussard from Colorado to try and replace Kenneth Walker. O-line lost some key starters, Q. They're getting their guard, Brian Greenback. And they on the left side, they have Jarrett Horse and uh, J.D. Duplain as well up in that O-line. Mm-hmm. Some a guy that wasn't talked about yeah, a Nick lot. Nick Somage as as well at Nick the Somage. Uh, at center. Mm-hmm. Guy they didn't talk about Q a lot last year was the quarterback Peyton Thorn. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Michigan State really hasn't had a good solid QB since Connor Cook. Yeah, Thorn looks like he can be that guy. He was really really solid last season. Under the radar with all the attention Walker was getting, he threw for thirty two hundred yards and twenty seven touchdowns. And only ten ints, PJ. Took care of the ball, Take too. Take care of the rock, man. That's In all that weather, that Michigan weather. It's important. Really good. And their wide receiver, they got a stud. Jaden Reed. Yeah. Everybody talks Jackson Smith and Ojigba at Ohio State for good reason. Reed might be number two behind him. Mm-hmm. He is big time. He's coming back. And they also have Trey Mosley there. He's going to be a solid complement to Jaden Reed. Then they went to the transfer portal. They got Illinois transfer Daniel Barker, who is an all-Big Ten caliber tight end. Mm -hmm. So they lose Kenneth Walker, but they're trying to fill in the pieces. They know they got Reed there. He's going to definitely be the focal point of their offense. Mm -hmm. They have Broussard and Berger in the backfield, toting the rock. They have... 
Barker, who's going to come over and be their tight end, and they have Mosley on the outside to go with Reed. So Michigan State's offense should be solid. Yeah. But we talked about it at the top, how awful that pass defense was last year. What's crazy is they led the Big Ten in sacks. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that was because teams were just throwing on him at will because of how bad the pass defense was. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why they led the Big Ten in sacks. They were second in tackles for losses. They have good defensive tackles coming back. Jacob Slade, Simeon Barrow up the middle. Those guys will be the focal point of their defense. They did go out and get a mere speed from Georgia to play mm-hmm. one of the corners. Anytime you get a guy from Georgia on defense, probably going to help you out. Speed kills. Speed kills, and his last name is Speed, so double whammy for yep. you. Yep. And Xavier Henderson, the safety who led Michigan State with 96 tackles, he comes back. Yep. So they got some guys. They got here. some dudes, man. And one thing that I really appreciated um, from this Michigan State team, uh, specifically, what is going on, on my computer? Um, specifically from Tucker is that, they really went all in on trying to improve this year. Like, it's it's not like uh, they looked at last year's team and said, you know, we got something here. You know you lose Kenneth Walker, but it's like, let's take a step. He gets a big bag, Mel Tucker does. Uh, and he even said, he said, I feel like we got the most that we could have gotten out of our roster last year. Super aggressive this offseason in recruiting nationally, of course. National recruiting, so driving through Michigan and then leaving, of course. Also, transfer portal, same thing. Like, they're really doing yeah. a ton of work to change this program around. Mel Tucker, he's not playing around, man. I like Mel. He's not playing around. So, I feel like the Kenneth Walker subtraction, of course, is a huge deal. Oh, yeah. But I, I low-key want to see how they can transform both sides of the ball, but most specifically offensively, without a guy like Kenneth Walker. And I think that opens up some other opportunities to be had with some other really talented guys on that football team. It's not like they don't have a sl- they have any slouches that are going to be coming out of the backfield either. I just feel like if you don't have like a superstar running back, I think they still have some guys that can that can make it interesting. That can that can perform at a top level. Now I, I say all that and kind of have a little concern in my brain cuz I'm like do you, do I think the wins decrease without Kenneth Walker? Do they stay the same or do they increase? Like that those are the three options. And I I don't know if I can say without a shadow of a doubt that they're going to increase. Q, it's a great point you bring up, and it's a big year for Mel Tucker because when you have a year like he did and you have a player like he did with Kenneth Walker, you want to show your program, your fans, that that's just not a one-off, that you're building something. Yeah. You know, Kenneth Walker is a once-in-every-seven-eight kind of years guy, right? He was their Le'Veon Bell. They yep. had Le'Veon, now they had Kenneth Walker, and a guy like that will probably come off in another seven, eight mm-hmm. years. So you got to build some stability there. And Tucker is a defensive guy. Yeah. So the fact that he's getting offensive dudes, he's got a nice young quarterback in Thorne, he's got Reed at receiver, you would think the defense is going to get better since he's a defensive guy. So that's why I like Tucker. I like that they extended him. Michigan State knows what they are. They're not going to be Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan from a brand perspective on a national scale. Mm-hmm. But they know what they are eternally, and I think Tuck is a perfect fit for them. Q, we get to the schedule. We know the number's seven and a half. If we like the over, we got to get to eight wins, so let's talk about it. I look at this schedule, I see six. Western Michigan to open the season, Akron, week two, two and oh. Minnesota at home in week four, I think that's the third win. Then they have in November, their first three games in November, at Illinois, home against Rutgers, home against Indiana. Those should all be wins. So we're at six. We need two more. 
You look at the rest of the schedule at Washington, that's going to be tough. Then at Maryland, home against Ohio State, home against Wisconsin, at Michigan, and at Penn State. <sighs> Man, mm-hmm. the, I mean, that's, that's a tough schedule. They're not, it's nice to get Ohio State at home, but they're not going to beat them. Wisconsin at home is also nice, but that Jim Leonard defense cue is just, it travels. Yeah. It's nasty. I don't think they win that game. You got to travel all the way out to the West Coast to play Washington. Who knows what Washington's going to look like this season? Maryland, you know, Q, we know that offense is going to be pretty dangerous. If and, they can stay healthy, Maryland's offense, I've been talking down on them, but like, if that offense can stay healthy, that might be scary. Well, especially, and the Terps we know are always great the beginning of the year. Yeah, Once they, they get into the depths of the Big Ten schedule, that's when the wheels fall off. Yeah. But they're getting Maryland fifth week of the season, so the Terps definitely can win that game. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the rivalry games with Michigan and Penn State. I, it hurts them that they, <laughs> they didn't get Northwestern. No. But you get helped out. No Iowa, no Purdue. No Nebraska this time. That stings. I'm looking at a team that won 11 games last year, and I'm I like, know. dang, can you guys really get to eight? It, it feels, eight feels like right, right on the number. Like, it feels right there. I, I could, I kind of lean over just because I see six wins, and in their other six games, I just need you to get me two. Mm. Mm. But those are some tough six games. I think I'm going to go over with Michigan State. I think I'm with you. I think they get to eight. Because, I don't think they yeah. get nine. Think it's either going to be eight or you're going to lose. Because I believe in them against a lot of these teams and also what Mel Tucker's building. I think they can have a good transition year after Kenneth Walker. I think this is a good going to be a good season for Michigan State. They might prove a lot of people wrong, Dave. If you thought last year was going to be a one-off, I think they have some good football to play this year. 11 wins? I don't know about that, Chief. 10 wins? I don't know. But over seven and a half.